Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 3. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before. For day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday. The 10th of October, good to have you aboard, part of the Believe Podcast Network, and presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, if you're dealing with a personal injury, no matter what kind, you call Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, first you call 911, and then you get the help you need from the best accident attorneys around, Anna Jar and Levine. Maybe it's a back injury you're dealing with. It could have been at work. It could have been on the road. It could have been in public. No fault of your own. Well, Anna Jar and Levine, they can help pursue compensation. They are dedicated to providing the highest client support with no hidden fees or costs. Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 800-747-3733. Week 5 of the NFL season is in the books. So you know that means we're going to have an updated Zaslow Show 2.0 power rankings. I love a good power ranking. Everybody knows that about me. So that's coming up on the show today. And with football in full swing, you know Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info. All the up-to-the-minute stats, news, scores, matchup breakdowns. Get all the latest game odds, the spreads, the totals for all your NFL, college football games at your fingertips with Bet Online's real-time updates on stats, news, and odds all throughout the college football playoff, all through the Super Bowl. Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the Bet Online website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember, use promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, 
to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So we got Canes to get into. We got Dolphins to get into. We're going to do Twitter Jam as well because today's Tuesday. And that's how we roll. You know what I'm talking about. How about tonight? Tonight is a very big sports night. Listen to this. Listen to what we have on tap tonight. Tonight, you got the Miami Heat who are in preseason action. You got some Heat basketball, and it's got some juice to it because you want to see a little bit of Jovich. You want to see a little bit of Hawkes Jr. You want to see what Tyler Hero looks like. You want to see Josh Richardson back in a Miami Heat uniform wearing number zero. You got some stuff you want to take a look at tonight. So, very big sports night tonight because you got the Miami Heat who are back in action tonight, preseason style, your favorite little basketball team. You got the National Hockey League dropping the puck tonight, regular season tonight. And that includes, you got a bunch of games on national TV tonight, including the Blackhawks and the Penguins. Connor Bedard, number one overall pick sensation. He's making his debut tonight for the Blackhawks. We're looking forward to watching a little bit of him. My son, Corny, keeps asking me, is Bedard on TV for the opening night? Are the Blackhawks playing? So if, if my son is, in, is, is invested in it, there are a lot of young kids who are going to be trying to watch this Connor Bedard. So we're looking forward to that. You got the Major League Baseball playoffs. You got the, um, it, today's the American League. Yeah, the American League gets going again today. So you have two game threes in the American League as they are shifting stadiums. And also... A major night in the world of pro wrestling tonight. You got a little bit of wrestling wars going on tonight. Here's what we have. Tonight, you have AEW title Tuesday. That's a big deal. If we were doing big deal or not a big deal for pro wrestling tonight, that would be a big deal. So you got title Tuesday and going head-to-head with NXT Where you got a bunch of WWE stars who are scheduled tonight for NXT. John Cena, Asuka, Paul Heyman, Becky Lynch, Dominic Mysterio, Cody Rhodes with a major announcement. Who else is going to show up? You know there's going to be some type of surprise. This is a major night in pro wrestling. And speaking of which, last night we did another live stream for another episode of It's Still Real to Me. That's my pro wrestling podcast. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, you want to subscribe to that so you can make sure that you get the live stream whenever we do it. We're doing it every weekend, of course, but sometimes you'll get some bonus episodes like last night. And we did a bonus episode last night leading into Monday Night Raw because we wanted to do a fast lane recap from this past Saturday's WWE Premium Live event. So make sure you check that out. We're doing that live stream. That was a lot of fun. So... There's a lot happening. Tonight's a big sports night. And by the way, ah, I had a shitty night last night. The night ended up in the ER. Yep, night ended up in the ER last night. Got home like around 10.30. But night ended up in the ER, <coughs> excuse me, last night. So I took my son to, my son at soccer training. My older son, Corey, at soccer training. Plays for U15, 2009 boys, Weston Select. And, and by the way, I don't know if I mentioned it the other day. My son had a game this past weekend they lost to a really good team from Davey but my son had a my son's the goalkeeper he had a game it was it was amazing performance really really cool and so anyway I I I take him to his soccer training last night and about an hour into the training I, I I sit in my car I was listening to Monday Night Football I was doing all kinds of other stuff and I get a call from my son He's on the field and he's calling me. That can't be good. And and I pick up and Dad, I think I broke my finger. And it's like, oh shit, man. Like it's one thing for any other soccer player to break their finger. As long as you don't break your foot. When the keeper breaks his finger, bad. <clears throat> so I get out of the car. I start walking towards him. He's walking toward me already with his bag on his shoulder. And he's holding out his hand. Looks kind of gnarly. And it, like it, it looks like there might be... It looks like his pinky might be broken. It's his pinky. It looks like his pinky might be broken. So we got to go to the ER. 
and he's got a, a small crack in in the knuckle of his pinky. Sucks. And and they got a tournament this weekend too. The timing is awful. So they have a tournament this weekend. Luckily, because it's 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 not major, could have been a lot worse. The doctor thinks doctor thinks two weeks is what originally said a month. I was like, a month he's gotta miss? And doctor's like, no, I don't think he has to miss a whole month. Doctor thinks it could be two weeks. So and it's but it does it sucks because they got a tournament this weekend in Coral Springs. So this weekend he's gonna miss at least three games in the tournament. He'll miss the regular season game next weekend, and hopefully we're ready to go by the week after that. So that would be almost three weeks. He should be good to go by then. So it sucks. Our, our night was shitty last night. It's the second year in a row he's the goalkeeper. Second year in a row he's had an injury at the start of the season. Last year he missed a month early in the season. He had a hip pointer. This is, uh, yeah, this is, you can't get out there catching the ball using your hands. I don't even know if he'd be able to fit his finger in the gloves, you know? So, anyway, it's shitty. So, we, we had a lousy night last night. Anyway, not as lousy a night as Mario Cristobal has had the last few nights. So, Coach Cristobal addressed the media yesterday. He takes the blame for the kneeling. <coughs> I mean, of course he takes the blame for the kneeling. Like, what other option was there? Do you know how stupid it would have looked if Coach Cristobal gets out there and he still, like, he somehow decides to defend not kneeling the ball? And I'm so over the whole thing. This is, this is what they do. This is their thing. They haven't knelt on the ball once this year. Completely different situation. This is the first one-score game they've had late in games. Like, can, can you imagine if he came out and, and still tried to defend kneeling on the ball? Get the hell out of here. The part that gets me, and that's like, I don't know, as more time is going on, I, I feel like he's such a meatball, Mario Cristobal. It's, it's such a frustrating situation. And I guess this has always been, this has always been the criticism, right, of Coach Cristobal is, yeah, not a good in-game coach, but hell of a recruiter. And if you could have one or the other, would you rather a great coach and subpar talent or great talent subpar coach. You'd rather great talent, subpar coach. Now, I don't like to use this as an example of not a good coach because it like he did what he was supposed to do and he stayed out of the way and it all worked out. But if you're talking about amazing talent and subpar coach, Larry Coker and the Hurricanes won a national championship in 2001. And I'm not trying to make it that Larry Coker wasn't a good coach. I think Larry Coker gets a bad rap. Like, he was the coach when they won the national championship. And if staying out of the way and letting the players, you know, run things was the best avenue, then he made the right decision. So I don't like using it as an example because I feel like it makes it sound like I'm trying to say Larry Coker wasn't a good coach. I'm not trying to say that. But we all know that team was great talent, better than great talent, and maybe it was subpar coach, and they still won. One big. And the other way around, I don't believe works. So I'd rather have Mario Cristobal be an incredible recruiter getting the great talent and have subpar coaching. But it can't be blunders that cost you the game. But anyway, this is... This is what we knew. This is what we signed up for, right? If you're the Hurricanes, if you're a Hurricane fan, and they're going out and getting Mario Cristobal. But the part that gets me, it feels like one of those things where the meathead coach drills the players over and over not to make mistakes, not to make the same mistakes. If you make a mistake, you better learn from it, right? And if you keep making the same mistake, you're not going to play anymore. You're not on this team anymore. Like, that's something that coaches will ask of their players. Don't be afraid to make a mistake. But if you make a mistake, you better learn from it. But in this case, you have the head coach not learning from the mistake, making it over and over again, and it costing the team the game. And, like, that part to me is so frustrating. Because, yeah, not that I remembered, but 
he did this happened before in a game at Oregon against Stanford. This same thing happened, and he didn't learn from it, and it cost them the game. And if it was the other way around, or if it's a player who makes a mistake that cost the team the game, and then again makes the mistake and cost the team the game, they're going to get rid of that kid. Like, it's not acceptable, and the coach is going to drill into the players. That is not acceptable. And you have the coach out there just being a meatball and allowing the same mistake to happen. And now the team is a laughingstock. Like, this is now their season. I mean, unless, you know, unless they go out and win the ACC. But this loss was so damaging that they're not going to get to the ACC title game as a result of this. But that's, that's the part now over the last few days that's really stuck with me. Is you know Cristobal is this type of old school tough guy coach who will drill into the kids about making mistakes and then learning from it. And he's done the opposite. That's not being a leader. Like, that's that's not being a head coach. Don't allow this mistake to cost you a game. Fix the problem before it hits rock bottom. If you wait till it hits rock bottom, you've waited too long. And that's what happened. Coach Cristobal decided to continue not kneeling out the ball until, like, he'll never not do it again. But the fact that this was the tipping point for him to never not do it again, you waited too long. You waited till it became a problem. Stop doing the stupid thing before it becomes a problem. That's usually the sign of a really good head coach. Identify the issue and fix it before it becomes the problem. Anyone can fix it before when when you when it costs you the game, anyone can make the change at that point. Making the change before acknowledging that it might cost you a game and fixing it before that happens, that's the sign of a good coach. But this is kind of what you signed up for, right? With coach Cristobal. Now here's the thing. So they have UNC next. UNC is this weekend. And it's a monster. Let me see if I got the line here on the game. I mean, obviously, I, I, I'm i going to guess. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess Canes are a... I'm going to guess Canes are a seven-point dog. Let's see what we got here. Canes are... Oh, wow. Just three and a half. Okay. Well, if, if that's the case, then, it, you know, it's a, you got to love UNC. You know, if you're coming from my perspective, you probably love UNC. If I thought UNC was going to be given seven... And they're only given three and a half. So it's an ABC game this Saturday night, 7.30. So major, major national spotlight. Number 12, UNC. Number 25, Miami. And you know, I dig that Miami did not drop out of the top 25. And here's why. If you're using common sense, and you know, there, there's a human element to it because it's, it's not a computer that's doing these rankings. It's, it's, it's human beings. If you're using common sense, the Canes should not have lost that game. The Canes lost the game because of a very stupid decision by the head coach. So kneeling on the ball or not kneeling on the ball doesn't make the Hurricanes any better or any worse of a football team as a whole. Now, it hurts their season dramatically. But as far as, do you think the Hurricanes are a good, like, how do you rate the Miami Hurricanes as a football team? Does not have, like, it shouldn't have any bearing on whether you took a knee or did not take a knee. So I kind of feel like they were, like, they should have dropped out of the top 25. Like, if they just lost it outright to Georgia Tech, I think they would have dropped out of the top 25. But because I, th- I feel like the voters know, yeah, they lost because the coach made a- an inexcusable decision. That doesn't change the fact that Miami is who they are. So you know what? We'll drop them in the rankings, but we're not dropping out of the top 25. They should have won that game. They were supposed to win that game. I feel like that plays a little bit of a role. You know what plays a really big role in the Zaslow Mansion? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I'm going to tell you about Sheets and Giggles. That's right. And when you use Sheets and Giggles, you go to SheetsGiggles.com. You're going to see, by the way, it's Sheets and Giggles right now. So many good deals out there because it's Sheets and Giggles annual fall sale. I mean, if I were to tell you, you can get the best sleep of your life 
with sheets and giggles, irresistibly soft eucalyptus sheets, a unique satin weave. Sheets and giggles sheets are not only soft, but also breathable. You're going to sleep cool and comfortable all night long. Would that be something you'd be interested in? What if I told you, if you go to SheetsGiggles.com and you use promo code ZASLOW, Z-A-S-L-O-W, that you would get 20% off your first purchase? Yeah, SheetsGiggles.com, promo code ZASLOW, 20% off your first order at checkout. You're not going to have to worry about where you're going to get your bed sheets from now on because you're going to become one of over 100,000 Americans that are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles. And just like the Zaslow family, never turning back. That's right. Sheetsgiggles.com, the most breathable, softest, coolest sheets you're ever going to sleep on. I sleep on a eucalyptus pillow. Not just pillowcase. I sleep on a eucalyptus pillow. You know koalas sleep up to 18 hours on a eucalyptus tree? Think about how comfortable you're going to sleep on a eucalyptus mattress. Sheetsgiggles.com. Use promo code Zaslow and get 20% off your first order. Sheetsgiggles.com. Dot com. So here's the thing with this game this weekend against UNC. This has potential to be a major turning point for Mario Cristobal. What I mean by that is a major turning point for Mario Cristobal and this fan base and not in a good way. If the Canes lose this game at UNC and they lose big, Not only are you going to point to it and say, this is fallout from such a crushing loss against Georgia Tech, but with so much heat from the fan base on Coach Cristobal right now, they're out for blood. Especially because it felt like, see, this is the part that bothers me the most. Not that I'm this hardcore Canes fan, because I'm not. The part that bothers me the most is it took away a great story. It took away a great storyline of the Canes being undefeated. Maybe they're ahead of schedule. Can they possibly appear in the ACC title game? They continue to climb the rankings. How high can they get? And that was taken from us by something so stupid. That's the part that bothers me the most. And the Canes fan also acknowledges that that storyline and that excitement was taken from you. So the Canes fan's out for blood right now. Because it was taken from you for the stupidest of all the stupid reasons. And if the Canes follow that up with getting smacked by UNC, which might happen, this could be a major turning point for the fan base when it comes to how Mario Cristobal is perceived. Now, it's year number two. He's not getting fired. Signs an eight-year deal. They can lose the rest of the games this year. It's not going anywhere. But as far as Coach Cristobal, he's already lost a lot of the fan base from last week. That is super difficult to recover from. And you may not get those fans back on your side until this team actually does some real winning. But based on last week, if they come out this week and get crushed by UNC, you may have a grand majority of the fan base that really turn on Mario Cristobal. This is a really, really interesting week for Mario Cristobal and the Miami Hurricane fan. And that, of course, will bring us to today's edition of Twitter Jam. All right. So Twitter Jam this week, you guessed it, it's on Mario Cristobal and the Miami Hurricanes. We do we do Twitter Jam every week. One of the big stories, one of the hot stories, whatever we got going on here. We go on to Twitter. We see how everybody's reacting. You guys know how we do here on Zaslow Show 2.0. So, here's what we got going on for Twitter Jam. First up, this tweet is from Will Manso, Local 10 WPLG. So, He sends out a tweet here that says, for those asking about the Canes kneeling at the end of games under Mario Cristobal, (coughs) only one time in two seasons at UM have they won a game within one score in regulation. That was last season at Virginia Tech. They took a knee on the final two snaps. 
other wins they've run plays at the end of games went up big, and he attaches a video of them kneeling on the ball against Virginia Tech last year. See, this is important context because you got people saying now, Coach Cristobal has never knelt on the ball one time this year. It, it's just not his thing. No, that's stupid. Those are blowouts. Get the young kids reps. Hand the ball up at the end of the game in a multi-score game. Not the same thing. That's an excellent job there by Will Manso that the only other time they have won a one-score game, it was at Virginia Tech last year, and they kneeled on the ball. Excellent job there by Will Manso. Next up here, this is from Q Sports Media. That's a, that's a content creator. They're a big Canes fan. Sports Media. And here, <coughs> it's a video of right before the final play with offense coordinator Shannon Dawson standing there next to Coach Cristobal. And it's video of it. And it says here, help me out because to me it looks like Mario Cristobal tells Shannon Dawson, quote, you might want to kneel it out here, end quote. All right. I can't exact. it looks like he might be saying that. But here's the thing. I'm not passing any blame on to Shannon Dawson. I mean, you want to blame him? Fine. Coach Cristobal is standing next to him. Why is that? Why is Shannon Dawson in charge in that spot when Coach Cristobal knows, yeah, you might want to kneel on the ball? Who's in charge? Is the offensive coordinator in charge or is Mario Cristobal in charge? If Cristobal is in charge, if he's the head coach, tell him to kneel on the ball. It's not a suggestion. It's not a maybe. It's not a might. You might want to. Tell him to kneel on the ball. We're not fucking around. So, no. I'm, I'm still on. You want to be mad at Shannon Dawson? Fine. It's a crystal ball blunder. All right. Moving on here. Next up. This tweet is from Reddit CFB. That's Reddit College Football. They tweet out here, and this is in response to Shannon Dawson yesterday saying, quote, What we did at the end was the wrong decision. I called it. It is what it is. I'm not going to sit here and go through the process with you guys. I called the play. Reddit CFB responds with, Mario Cristobal has convinced offensive coordinator Shannon Dawson to fall on his sword for making the decision that Cristobal has repeatedly made at Miami and at Oregon before he worked with Dawson. All right, that is true, all right, but... Again, I push back on the decision he's repeatedly made at Miami. No, he hasn't. He ne- As Will Manso pointed out, he kneeled on the ball last year against Virginia Tech. Every other game has been a multi-score game. It's not the same thing. All right. This tweet here is from the Dan Lebetard Show with Stu Gotts. And they've attached... This is from the Sunday Night Live NFL postgame show with... 10-Day Tony, and Juju Gotti. And Juju Gotti, who is a, a, a just a super nice guy. How about this? He lights up. This is on an NFL show on Sunday night. He lights up Coach Cristobal. Is that, is that Morris? Time out. The Joker of the damn week is Mario Ooh. Cristobal. I don't give a damn if this is the NFL show or the WMA show. I was trying not Joker to bring that up. Joker of the week up. is Mario Cristobal. You, sir, are the brother. You lucky we stop at the word Joker of the week because, boy, you got the kids on the sideline crying. You got parents dapping each other off, asking each other, why do we come here? What's Who's in charge? Who's responsible? You got us at the house gasping. It's 12 at night on the Saturday. I'm locked back into football now. Come on, bro. Wake up, bro. What the hell is going on in the University of Miami? You, sir, are the Joker of the Week. The name of the award is going to be called the Mario Cristobal Joker of the Week Award. Moving forward until you stop me. My bad. Back. Time in. I'll tell you, for Juju Gotti to light you up like that, you know you done fucked up. He is like the nicest guy. This next tweet, Kane's Insight. They are the... They, they say they're the number one source for everything Miami Hurricanes athletics, all right? And they tweeted out Mario Cristobal's opening statement yesterday in his weekly press conference. All right, good afternoon. Appreciate you guys being here. Um, obviously, tough one on Saturday. A really tough one. Defense played really, really well uh, in a game where we were a little bit out of sorts offensively, but a team battled really hard and gave us an opportunity to win. Uh, 
And as I stated, I made the wrong call, you know, uh, take full ownership and, uh, and not taking a knee and giving them the opportunity to have a couple of extra plays and uh, preventing us from sealing the win. So our guys showed up, uh, both coaches and players showed up with a tremendous attitude, which is not surprising, to get right back to work and go get better and all focus on improvement and getting ready for our opportunity this weekend and looking forward to getting after it again tomorrow. All right, this next tweet here is from David P. Samson. Nothing personal, Meadowlark Media. He tweets out, I appreciate that Cristobal has taken responsibility for not kneeling, but I simply cannot understand why there was even a decision to apologize for. There is no other possible play in this game-ending scenario. Not one. My bad seems not good enough. Am I missing something? No, you're not missing anything. I mean, it's like I said after the game. Mario Cristobal, it's, it, it's as if he was presented with two choices. Choice A. Kneel on the ball and win the game. Or choice A, end the game, you win. Or choice B, keep playing. And he chose choice B. It's, it's inexcusable. John Michaels, he's our pal. He hosts 6 to 10 a.m. every weekday on 680 The Fan in Miami. He's a huge Canes fan. He tweets out, Cristobal just did the dumbest thing in the history of football. That was right after the game. Uh, yeah, it's the dumbest thing. He, he, when you choose not to win a game, when you can choose to win the game, that that's the dumbest thing. That's the dumbest thing you do. All right. Barry Jackson, Florida Sports Buzz. He tweets out, instead of spending the offseason sending emails, threatening his staff, if they talk more to local writers, Cristobal should have worked on simple math instead. What a joke. That's how they call him Cristobal stupid. I mean, I, I, you know, yesterday I did title uh, yesterday's episode, Is Coach Cristobal a Meatball? So I guess I kind of did the same thing. Although mine's more in question form. Anyway, and uh, that right there, yeah, that's going to do it. That right there is another edition of Twitter Jam. All right, there you go. So... So we got some lousy news as far as the Dolphins go yesterday, right? So Devon A. Chan, who was on a historic start to his career, he's averaging 12 yards a carry. He's going to miss some time here. How much time, we don't know yet, but he might have to go on uninjured reserve and miss at least four games. So the Dolphins have been hit pretty hard now by injuries. Obviously, at the start of the season, Jalen Ramsey, and then you add on most recently, Teron Armstead missing the first, he's going to miss four games at least. And now it's looking like Devon A. Chan is going to have to go through the same thing as he's dealing with what looks to be a, it's an MCL issue, I guess. They, they don't quite know the severity, but it's it's not season ending. That's That's the good thing. Now, I will tell you, well, actually, before I continue on here, so I told you yesterday that... We're, we're going to do a, do a little bit of a get-together with Johnny Cuba. Johnny Cuba, one of our OG sponsors. You know we love Johnny Cuba here on Zaslow Show 2.0. And, of course, if you're wondering where you could get your own six-pack of Johnny Cuba, your local Sedanos or Presidente or Winn-Dixie or Fresco y Mas, make sure you pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's how you enjoy watching the games. And, of course, never forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. So... This Sunday, Dolphins-Panthers, gates open at 9 a.m. at Hard Rock Stadium. We're doing a tailgate, Zaslow Show 2.0, along with Johnny Cuba. We're going to have food and drinks there, brought to us by Are You Hungry Grill. I've been at Are You Hungry Grill. It's in Hialeah. My man, Raul, that place is awesome. The burger I had there, amazing food, Are You Hungry Grill. They're going to be out there supplying the food. Dolphins-Panthers were tailgating Miami-style with Johnny Cuba and Are You Hungry Grill. So here's the thing. I sent out the ad yesterday on social media. I'll do it again today. We want you to come out and hang out. We're going to be giving away Johnny Cuba. You could, you know, samples Johnny Cuba. And you could also order food from Are You Hungry. I'm telling you, the burgers, steak sandwiches, amazing at Are You Hungry Grill. And they're going to be there. They're going to have the truck. We're going to have the Johnny Cuba tent. It's going to be real easy to find. Now, I put the ad out there yesterday. And you could see on the ad, you could scan 
the Venmo barcode, all right? If you scan the Venmo barcode, you could order food in advance, $15 food and drink, so it'll be ready to go when you get there, all right? That's huge. So again, look for the ad on my social media, at Zaslow Show, or at Zaslow J on Instagram. I also put it on Facebook. But like I said, you could scan the Venmo code, and Are You Hungry Grill will make sure they have your food ready for you at the tailgate Sunday. But either way, come on by, get some Johnny Cuba, come on by with your own drinks, whatever you want to do. We're going to hang. We're going to have a great time. It's going to be music. So this Sunday, 9 a.m., we're going to get in there now. You may be seniors of Zaslow. Where's the tailgate going to be? Well, number one, look for the Johnny Cuba truck. Look for the Are You Hungry truck. Look for the Johnny Cuba tent. But I can tell you we're going to be on the orange side. We're going to be at orange on the east side of the stadium. All right? So you can come. You can hang out. We're going to have a great time. Again, Dolphins tailgate, Dolphins Panthers. We're tailgating Miami-style Johnny Cuba, Zaslow Show 2.0, Are You Hungry Grill. We're going to be in the orange section on the east side of the stadium. And Sunday morning, first thing, we'll be able to put out on social the exact location where we're going to be. So come on out. Sunday morning, Zaslow Show 2.0, along with Johnny Cuba and Are You Hungry Grill. We're going to have a really good time on Sunday for Dolphins and Panthers. That's going to be really great. I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody. Okay, very good. So as far as the... And I'll keep reminding everybody throughout the week. Now, as far as the Dolphins go, maybe this will surprise you. I'm not that bummed out about Devon Chan missing the time. Like, well, uh, let, let me let me let me rephrase that. It's a bummer for sure, but <coughs> they're gonna be just fine, especially if he's not missing the whole season. Especially if it's just let's say four games that he misses. The Dolphins are so deep at running back and at wide receiver, and this is why you're deep, so that you don't have to get crazy. If you have a player who has to miss some time. And while we could all agree that Devon A. Chan was on an historic start to his career, I think we could all agree he's not going to average 12 yards a carry throughout the entire season. And while we could also agree he's the fastest player on the team, Raheem Mostert, pretty damn fast. And Raheem Mostert has also shown he can carry the load and the Dolphins' running game can be pretty great. Because look, A-Chan has done awesome. The running game has been awesome. And, and, and their speed is killing the opponent. But the major, major difference maker has been the offensive line. This line is opening up the holes. You know, it's not as if Devon A-Chan is breaking tackles and powering through, you know, the seam. Yes, his speed is helping him get through to that next level. But Raheem Mostert has plenty of speed. And Jeff Wilson is now returning off of IR himself. So the running game is still in good hands. So I'm I'm not like I'm not losing sleep over missing Devon A. Chan for the next few weeks. Glad it's not gonna be season ending, but this Dolphin running game, I I, I truly believe is going to be totally fine. They're going to be fine. And and look, the wide receiver... Now, if they were to lose Tyreek Hill, that's different. Like, if you lose Jalen Waddell, you saw what happened against the Broncos. They still scored 70. You have other weapons. Tyreek Hill and Tua are the two guys on the offensive side you cannot afford to lose under any circumstance. Otherwise, you have depth at wide receiver, especially since they've added Chase Claypool, and you have more than enough depth at running back. So, the A-Chan news sucks. It's not, like, I don't think it's a concern. I just don't. I didn't even mention yet, Monday Night Football last week, last night, excuse me, Monday Night Football last night wraps up week five, Raiders beat the Packers 17-13. They hang on. Jordan Love, interception in the end zone late in the game. I only saw like half the fourth quarter, like I told you. I was in the ER with my son last night, but I didn't see like I missed much. I'm disappointed in the Packers. 
it looked like after, you know, they were 2-1 and one after three weeks, right? And it looked like, all right, Packers may be a decent team. Well, I was right. Before the season started, I thought the Packers were going to be kind of lousy. I thought Jordan Love is going to look like he is a legit quarterback, but the team's going to be lousy. And then they started 2-1, and one, or was it 1-1, one and one, whatever it was. Like, you know what? Maybe the Packers are going to be good. Now, I was right the first time. That's not a good team. And the Raiders stink, too. So, the Raiders now 2-3. and three. Packers also 2-3. and three. And there's other injuries going around the NFL, as of course there always is. Leighton Van Der Esch, he's going to miss four to six weeks. Cowboys linebacker, that's a major loss for them. So, Van Der Esch is going to miss a bunch of time. Justin Jefferson... The Vikings are being super cautious. I guess it's a hamstring injury. Justin Jefferson, he's going on IR. He's going to miss four weeks at least, it looks like, for the Vikings. And then you're asking yourself, all right, should the Vikings trade Kirk Cousins? Here's the thing. I think they waited two weeks too long. I I think two weeks ago, you should have tried to trade Kirk Cousins to the Jets. I don't think the Jets are going to be interested now because I I feel like the Jets have talked themselves into Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson for the rest of the season. I think they've talked themselves into Zach Wilson because he had a really good game two weeks ago and he was at least competent this past week. And they're saying, all right, like we believed in him to draft him so high a few years ago. And now he's finally, A, starting to show some signs and B, he is absolutely showing maturity. We're sticking with Zach Wilson. I think they missed their window because I don't know if there's another team out there if you're the Vikings, that you could look at and say, all right, that, or uh, just in general, I don't know if there's another team out there that is a competent quarterback, because Cousins is more than competent, that there's a, they're a competent quarterback away from being a playoff team. Like who would, like Pittsburgh. Okay, Pittsburgh could be that team, but they're, they're not going to give up on Kenny Pickett at this point. All right, so cross them off the list. Uh, like, no one else in the AFC, I, I don't see as a competent team, as a, as a competent quarterback away. The Jets would have been that team. Still are that team, but I, I think they're sticking with Zach Wilson now. Over in the NFC now, Washington's going to stick with Hal like they should. Mm, Tampa Bay, they're 3-1. You're not going to abandon Mayfield, they're 3-1. Atlanta... Like, could Atlanta say we're a competent quarterback away from being able to win the NFC South? Do they want to stick with Desmond Ritter? Atlanta could be an option. That's the only option. Yeah. For me, that's the only... It it was the Jets. I think if you're Minnesota, maybe you kick the tires with Atlanta and see if they'd be interested in Kirk Cousins. That they're 50-50. They may say, now nah, you know what? We'll go with Ritter. We're going to stick with him. He's young. We want to see what he can do. Division's bad. You got a chance to win that division if you were to acquire Kirk Cousins, I think, if you're Atlanta. I don't know if they would do it. That's 50-50. I also want to bring up one other NFL thing here, too, and then we're going to get to our power rankings. I know you guys, Saz, like, I got to get the power rankings. So Belichick has been the talk for the last couple days, right? 34 nothing at home. And let's be honest. I've told you this. I, I said it earlier. Most overrated coach ever in the NFL, Belichick. It doesn't mean he's not a good coach. It doesn't mean he's not a great coach. He is. But he is also, you could be great and be overrated. Like if you're a great coach and they say you're the greatest coach ever and no one comes close to you and it's not true, then you're overrated. Belichick is the most overrated coach of all time. And his resume without Tom Brady tells that. You don't need me to sit here and tell you that. The part that I want to talk about when it comes to Belichick is, So I've heard this brought up over the last couple days that Robert Kraft, after this season, should strip Belichick of his roster control, of of his roster control, his, his, essentially his GM role. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's his actual title, but he controls the roster and that Robert Kraft should strip him of that because you can't take away his coaching credential. You know he's a great coach, even if he's the most overrated coach ever. But his resume at roster building, awful, terrible. You were able to get away with it because you had Brady. Here's the thing. Number one, I don't think Belichick is going to allow that to happen because after all of these years, Belichick now all of a sudden is going to say, okay, I'm not in charge anymore. I now have to answer to someone that's not the owner. 
Like, he'll look at it as insulting. He's not going to allow that to wind up being the case. Belichick's not going to stand for that. But here's the thing, and I, and I hear this, whether or not you want to strip him of his GM responsibilities, or if you're Robert Kraft and you should fire him and move on from him or ask him to resign and that whole deal. This whole idea, this whole notion that I've heard over a couple days where Belichick deserves, he, he has earned the right to go out on his own terms. You cannot fire him. You cannot ask him to resign. He has earned the right to go out on his own terms. Number one, the guy he's chasing, 29 wins away, who he will not catch at this point, Don Shula, if anyone earned the right to go out on their own terms, it would have been the all-time wins leader, Don Shula. They didn't even allow him to do that. I mean, he got pushed out for Jimmy Johnson. Shula wasn't allowed to go out on his own terms. So a precedent has been set. But more importantly, when we're talking about, hey, that's a different organization. That's not how we do things here in New England. More importantly, wouldn't you figure Tom Brady earned the right to go out on his own terms? That Tom Brady earned the right to tell the Patriots when it's time for him to move on? And he was pushed out. If Tom Brady is able to be pushed out, if Tom Brady did not earn the right to leave on his terms, what the fuck would make you think that Bill Belichick has earned the right to go out on his own terms. Sorry. Absolutely not. And especially when it was essentially Belichick who pushed Brady out. Belichick absolutely has not earned the right to go out on his own terms. Not when Brady couldn't. That precedent in New England, that's been set. You know what else should be set? Your homeowner's insurance. My homeowner's insurance is set. I don't have any issues. I don't lay awake at night wondering what's going to happen to my home. God forbid there's some type of disaster. No, that's because I have the most comprehensive coverage and the most affordable care that comes from Brunt Insurance with my homeowner's insurance. That's right. Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204 or go to bruntinsurance.com. I've been getting my homeowner's insurance from Greg Brunt and his fully licensed staff at Brunt Insurance for about 10 years now. Because when I was looking for affordable care, but also the best coverage around, and I wanted to make sure I understood what I was getting. Well, at Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204, their agents specialize in finding the right policy and educating you on all of your options so you know the ins and outs of your policy choice. And no matter where you're calling from in the state of Florida, from Pensacola all the way down to the Keys, Brunt Insurance, they have you covered. They have offices all throughout the state of Florida. So no matter where you're calling from, Greg Brunt and his team, they know your area. They know exactly what type of coverage you're looking for. 954-589-2204, bruntinsurance.com. Maybe you already have homeowner's insurance and you're satisfied. All right, that's fine. Car insurance, motorcycle, boater's insurance. When you call Brunt Insurance at 954-589-2204, you made the right call. Their team has the expertise and the experience to find the perfect coverage for you. Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204. Go to bruntinsurance.com. Let's get to our week five Zaslow Show 2.0 power rankings. Matter of fact, it's actually week six Zaslow Show 2.0 power rankings because we are done with week five. Here's what we got. All right. You know how we do it. We do the top five every week heading into the new week of the season. We'll start out number five. We count back five to one for dramatic purposes. You guys understand how that works. All right. Number five, moving down. One spot in this week's power rankings are the Kansas City Chiefs. What? Zaslow, the Chiefs won. How did they move down? You know what? They won at the Minnesota Vikings, but I'm just not sold on the Chiefs. They're in the top five because, hey, they have that resume. They have that pedigree. But this doesn't feel like years past's unbeatable Chiefs team even though they've won four in a row, even though they're four and one. Like, I feel the Dolphins playing the Chiefs in Germany. I, why can't the Dolphins beat them? I think the Dolphins are going to win that game. 
This just does not feel like the same unbeatable Chiefs team, but I got to keep them in the top five, even though I'm dropping them a spot. So number five, Kansas City Chiefs. Number four, and making their first appearance in the Zaslow Show 2.0 Power Rankings, the Detroit Lions. The Lions, with a blowout win against Carolina, previously unranked, they jump into number four of the Zaslow Show 2.0 Power Rankings. I think the Lions look for real. Number three, moving up one spot, your Miami Dolphins. Your favorite little football team has now jumped up to number three after their win against the Giants. You cannot play well. Your quarterback cannot play well. You could turn the ball over three times and finish a minus three in the turnover category and still win by two touchdowns. The Miami Dolphins have jumped up a spot in the power rankings. They're number three. Number two, jumping up a spot, the Philadelphia Eagles. This was the Eagles' best win of the season. A convincing double-digit win at the St. Louis, at the Los Angeles Rams. Philadelphia, number two. And number one, really a cut above everybody for the fifth consecutive week, the San Francisco 49ers with a blowout win against the Dallas Cowboys. Everybody can see they are better than everyone else. And how about for all the talk going into the season about how much better the AFC is than the NFC? Three of the five teams in the Zaslow Show 2.0 Power Rankings are NFC. Number one, two, and four. So again, Zaslow Show 2.0 Power Rankings, top five, number five, Kansas City, number four, Detroit, number three, Miami, number two, Philadelphia, and number one, the best team in the NFL right now, the San Francisco 49ers. Let's do the week's biggest winner. Biggest winner of week number five, I thought, was the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars get a great win. I think they've been a little bit disappointing the first few weeks of the season, but a win out there in London improves them to 3-2. and two. Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars get a great win against the Buffalo Bills. They win by five, but it was a game they were in control the entire... <clears throat> what we'll call morning out here in the East Coast. It was the afternoon over there in London. The biggest winner of the week to me was the Jacksonville Jaguars. The biggest loser of the week, yeah, Denver Broncos. They're easily bottom four team in the NFL. You can make the case that they're the worst team in the league. Clearly the worst four teams in the league we know are Denver, New York Giants, New England, and Carolina. Put them in whatever order you want. But the Denver Broncos, not only do they lose by 10 to a previous one-win Jets team, but they lose to Nathaniel Hackett. Sean Payton looks like an asshole. And Robert Sala, at the end of the game, shakes Sean Payton's hand and tells him, be humble. Sean Payton looks like a dork right now. The biggest winner of the league was Jacksonville. The biggest loser of the week were the Denver Broncos. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. First, though, let me tell you guys, the only car dealership I personally endorse... You know I'm talking about North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, official car dealership of Zaslow Show 2.0. Whenever you're thinking about getting a new car, the only car dealership I send you to is North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, who carries the widest inventory of newest Subaru models on the market. That includes the Outback, the Crosstrek, the Forester, the Ascent. If you're looking for a spacious Subaru SUV for the entire family, Maybe you're just looking for a Subaru sedan, something fun for yourself. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru is sure to have the perfect model for you. And at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you don't have to make a payment for the rest of 2023. You get yourself a new car today. We're talking no payments for 90 days when you purchase any North Fort Lauderdale Subaru vehicle. 90 days, no payments. You could shop from your home right now if you go to nflsubaru.com. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road. The building you know and the place to go. NFLSubaru.com, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. So tonight, the NHL gets going. You got on ESPN, Blackhawks and Penguins. How about the number one overall pick rookie sensation for the Blackhawks, Connor Bedard. 19 years old, will make his NHL debut tonight. Yesterday, he was on the Pat McAfee show. Yeah, Connor, how would you describe your your feelings going into game one? And in game one, you get to go against Sid and Gino, Gino, who have been two of the best centers over the last 
decade and a half. What are you? How are your? What are your thoughts going into that? Yeah, I mean, I, I can't wait. I think these last few days have seemed to have been, you know, maybe taking a little longer just leading up. You you wanted to get going so bad, but uh, yeah, like you said there with you know Sid Malkin, uh, Latang, Carlson, like you can go you can go down the list, and uh, it's it's pretty special to get that for for our opening night, and um, yeah, just just so excited, and you know, I'm sure there'll be some nerves, but. Uh, just gonna try to you know take it all in and you know once the game starts of course you're just trying to win and uh, be the best you can. I'm going big deal. I mean tonight's a big sports night. I already told you guys that, but I'm gonna be keeping track of what's going on with Connor Bedard. Everyone's very excited about him. Big deal or not a big deal. Kai Jones. He is a center for the Charlotte Hornets. He is going into his third year in the league. And if I had to pick Kai Jones out of a lineup, if Kai Jones smacked me in the face and told me, I'm Kai Jones, bitch, I would have no idea who Kai Jones is. Well, yesterday, he took to Twitter and announced that he has requested a trade from the Charlotte Hornets. He is a nobody. You cannot do that. He is about to be fined $150,000. He hashtagged it, goat moves. And then when he was asked, you know, what is he doing? Is this a joke? He responded with, I'm the goat. This is someone who seems to be mentally unstable. This is a really strange situation. And if there's another team out there and you see the behavior from this kid, this is not someone you can have on your team right now. This is not, this is not stable behavior. It seems like he's losing his mind. But I can't sit here and assume that that's what's going on. So right now, he's just out there being an asshole. So Kai Jones out there requesting a, or uh, formally requesting a trade from the Charlotte Hornets. This is not a big deal. No one knows who this guy is. And finally, big deal or not a big deal. Last night, you had the National League Divisional Series. You had two games last night. In Los Angeles, you had the Arizona Diamondbacks. They took a 2-0 lead over the Dodgers with a 4-2 victory. Zach Gowan, former Marlin, great job out of him. The Diamondbacks can clinch the Divisional Series with a win tomorrow in Arizona. On the other side, the Braves trailed the Phillies. They're trailing one game to none. They trailed the game 4-0. A two-run homer in the bottom of the eighth would give the Braves a 5-4 lead. And then with Bryce Harper on, one on, one out, the Phillies in the top of the ninth. A wild finish. Most closers don't. He deals a 2-2. Castellanos in the air to right center field. Harris is on the run. Harris at the track. He leaps. And he makes the catch. Harper might be doubled up. The throw gets away. The throw to first. It's over. It's over. That was awesome. That ends the game. Doubling Harper up. And you understand why he, why he was so far away. He was past second base. Because if the ball goes off the wall, he wants to make sure he tags and ties the game. Incredible catch. They get Bryce Harper by a by a step at first base. Amazing finish. And now it's 1-1 with that series shifting to Philadelphia. That's looking like a great series. That's a big deal. You got two ALDS game threes today. Houston at Minnesota at 407. That series is tied 1-1. Baltimore at Texas. That game is at 8.03, and the Rangers can sweep the 100-win Orioles with a win this evening. And that right there is another edition of Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Yes! Excellent job by everybody. I'm excited for tonight. Tonight's a big sports... I'm excited for the Heat tonight! How about that? Thanks, everybody, who listened to the show today. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment. Sign up on the YouTube page, especially so you can get the... the, uh, uh, notifications when it comes to uh, live streaming. It's still real to me, so make sure that you guys do that. All right. Hey, thanks to everyone behind the scenes. Help put together a great show I can never do without all your help. And, of course, today's show brought to us by Bet Online. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Zaslow Show 2.0. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to... Go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here 
at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. 